0: Hello, everybody. Thanks for downloading You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. Uh, this is a special episode. I guess there are all special episodes. But this specific episode is with my new friend Amitesh. Amitesh had never heard of Mr. Rogers, and I decided to change that. And he was kind enough to let me show him a few videos of Mr. Rogers, and now he knows who Mr. Rogers is, and he doesn't think it's just some guy that's on random T-shirts. And It'll all make sense soon. Yesterday, on uh, Monday... August 15th? Is that the right date? August? It's it's the middle of August. August 17th. It was August 17th. We published something on Brightest Young Thing called Introducing an Adult to Mr. Rogers. Now, I'm very happy with the piece and I hope you read it. And I understand that not everyone that listens to the show reads the website. So that's why we put this episode out. Any chance I have to write about Mr. Rogers or talk about Mr. Rogers, I tend to take it. And I hope that never changes. So, I'm attached is a brand new friend. Hopefully I like him. I really like them. Hopefully, you read the article and enjoy it. And if not, that's okay, too. People are busy. I get it. One plug. We're doing a special 8x8 at the Gibson Guitar Showroom next week, next Thursday. So that's 10 days? Nine days? Nine days from when we're putting this out. I'm really bad with dates right now. I think it's the 27th. We'll figure it out together, won't we? Right now, it's a private show, so if you want an invite for that, you have to send me a message. Twitter's fine. Facebook's fine. That's it. Thank you so much for downloading, and here's Amitesh and I talking about Mr. Rogers. What's your name? My name is Amitesh. Amitesh, why do I know you?
1: I work with you.
0: You work with me, correct. <laughs> um, that's, that's a true fact. <laughs> and about, what was this, like two weeks ago, um, an intern came in and he was wearing a Mr. Rogers shirt, and you did not know who that was. Yes,
1: that's correct. I was very confused as to why he was wearing an old man on his on his chest.
0: He was wearing an old man. Was just because you are not you were not born in America. I was not. Where were you born? India. India. Mm-hmm. So, I, does India have PBS? No. No, <laughs> no. I don't know. <laughs> no.
1: Is there an equivalent of PBS in India? I mean, there is a there's a government-run channel that has. Similar shows, children's programming, kind of. But okay, uh, so there is a PBS in India. I guess yes. I, I'm okay. sorry. I thought you were being the Oh stuff. no, no, yeah, no I, I completely saying, apologize. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. But also, I don't think those channels have been watched by
0: anyone that I know. Really.
1: Since like, you know, since cable
0: was a thing. Do you, did you watch a lot of television as a child? I was not allowed to, no. How old are you? We should start there. I'm 27. You're 27. I'm 32. So not that far apart in no. terms of age. Okay. So when did you... You moved to the States when? Uh, Ten years ago. Ten yeah, years ago. ago. So you were already a teenager. You were a late teenager. I was 17
1: when I moved to the US.
0: There was no reason for you to watch Mr. Rogers. Yes, exactly. Did you watch any public television once you moved here? No. Or, or you were still not allowed? Oh. <laughs> I don't own a TV. i Have never owned a TV. You've never
1: owned a television. Nope. It's only Netflix for me. Okay, you own a you own a computer TV. Yes.
0: So you do watch. Do you have Hulu? No.
1: I mean, I yes, no. In free, whatever. Yeah. Okay, Maybe. so you've
0: seen the sitcoms before. Yes. You've I seen. Have. Yes. No, I have watched television before. You've it watched television. Cover,
1: PBS, I guess.
0: Before we started doing this, you didn't um, you didn't necessarily want to do it because you were afraid it would just be all references and cultural references.
1: Yes, I don't get a lot of them.
0: <laughs> well, you didn't watch any TV, and that's totally sure. fine. Um, what did you think of when I showed you the first video? For those of you that haven't read the article, it's called Introducing Mr. Rogers to an Adult. And, and Amitesh and I uh, went through five videos that Mr. Rogers did. So we're going to do that really quick and then expound on it. So the first video I showed you was your classic introduction to Mr. Rogers, which is the first song, this top of every single episode of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, a show that ran from 1969 to 2001. What was your initial reaction to that first song? That's um, the one where he's putting on his coat, taking off his coat, putting on his cardigan, the shoes, et cetera.
1: Well, I guess my initial reaction was, why is this person doing this? I mean, to, I guess like the first thing that caught my eye was the traffic light, and I was very... The I was light. actually very happy that that was there. The right? traffic light, of course. Yeah. That and, thing uh, that we all grabbed was
0: the traffic light. Okay, true, though.
1: And then... Um, I thought his song was a little creepy at first, because okay. he was like, you know, I want you to be my neighbor. Yes. And then I also realized it's a, like, it's a children's show.
0: I did not, <laughs> so, I didn't even think of telling you, hey, this is for kids. No, no, no. I mean,
1: I, I kind of picked
0: that up, I guess. Okay.
1: But, like, you know, but, but he keeps saying that he wants his child to live in his neighborhood. Yes. And to me, honestly, that was a little creepy. I'm like, why? A, you don't know this guy. Absolutely. But also, like, you know, knowing how that's a children's show, as we discussed later. Yes. It made, like, I guess it was more innocent than I kind of took it to be. But Do yeah. you
0: think if you if you have a child, if you ever have a child, you're 27, you don't have to pick if you're going to have a child now, would you let them watch children's television? Of course I would. You, of course. Well, not of course. Not of course. Okay. I, mean, I would. You would.
1: I, personally, of course, I would. Okay. <laughs>
0: now, did you did you have anyone in your life growing up that was an adult, obviously not on television, but that was an adult that like spoke to children? Or was that just unheard of? I mean... Was there, like, a famous clown? Was there... We had Bozo. These are examples of mine. I didn't... I chose not to introduce you to Bozo. That's way too hard to tackle. That's right. It's pretty easy. Um, So you didn't have anyone like that? You didn't have, like, a 50-year-old man or woman teaching children anything?
1: I mean, you know, I mean, there were the normal TV shows that would cater towards children that had, you know... um, like, you know, here's the moral of the story, yes. and you should always do good, never lie, yes. always, like, you know, treat your parents with respect, blah, but blah, he, blah. But that person didn't
0: talk to the camera, maybe? didn't. No, friend. it
1: was actually just shows where people were interacting with each other. So they
0: never, there was never an addressing the camera yes. type of show. Okay, so that alone makes it a little bit more different. Mm-hmm. And I, we, we got into a little bit later about the whole uh, adult talking child thing, but the next video I showed him was one of my favorite. These are all some, some of my favorites, was Mr. Rogers' Breakdancing. It's him trying to learn how to break dance with a small child in 1985. What did you think about this?
1: I, uh, I mean, I thought it was actually pretty great. Um, I like that. At, at least, like, looking from the quality of the clip, it was quite a while ago. And, like, you know, the fact that he's talking to, like, you know, a kid of a different race. Yes. Like, you know, interacting with him, trying to learn more about, like, what that kid's activities are. Yes. I think that's, that's actually pretty good.
0: I completely agree, obviously. I love this show. Um, this, yeah, you, you seem to be going a little bit further away from, like, the creepy man. Uh, yes. Aspect of it, it no, by this point, no, which I mean, is good.
1: It was it was actually it was only like the title song, and you know, like I had no context of the show. Of course, of course. <laughs> so
0: just... And you saw like a hipster kid wear a T-shirt in the office. No, so, exactly.
1: Like, so it probably wasn't. I mean, actually, you never know. It's, it's a hipster kid, but he's a bad. hipster
0: kid. He's entering at Brighty Young Things. It's a hipster kid, which is totally fine. I know we're pot kettle black here. Does that make, <laughs> have you heard of that frame? Same? I have. Yes. Okay. Good. I hadn't heard of it until I was like, it's all of a Wilco song. You know what Wilco is? No, Perfect. I mean yes. they're a band. No, no, don't pretend. It should be you. You're great. <laughs> no,
1: it's a question. Yes, I'm not sure. But okay.
0: The the interesting thing about this the clip is this actually got me thinking about um, the whole Black Lives Matter movement mm-hmm. and what's going on right now. And uh, cops being horrible because they're cops. By the way, I hate cops, just so you know that. That's, I don't know about you. We look
1: at that like hundred recording. Oh, yeah. yeah. No,
0: no. I'm Yeah, because this is. I'm still a white male in America. I'm safe. Don't worry about it, buddy. You're the one who's got to fucking worry. This is true. Okay. Um, here In 1985, um, we, this came up early in the article. Uh, Mr. Rogers lived in the city his entire – like the whole, whole uh, length of the show – He started his television career in New York City and quickly moved back to his hometown of Pittsburgh. So the entire time he was producing shows in Pittsburgh, living in Pittsburgh, and Mr. Rogers itself is set in a city, that kind of matters because you see a lot of different types of people. It's not just a bunch of white people or a bunch of brown people or a bunch of whatever people. It's a bunch of everybody, right? Therefore, it wasn't that uncommon to see like a little kid breakdancing and it's a black kid and then here's a white kid with a special chair, which comes up later. There isn't that anymore. There was a lot of white flight during this time. So like... For a lot of kids growing up like me, this might have been your only experience seeing a black kid your own age. I'm not joking, which is really, really messed up, and that's a complete tangent that I don't think actually went anywhere. I just wanted to point out how horrible things are, and they're just getting slightly better unless you're uh, anybody but a white guy, because then it's just a lot worse.
1: Like even in cities? Well, like like even at that time period, I feel like, you know.
0: This is is 85, right? Mm -hmm. So this is like in the midst of white flight. White flight from cities, like um, specifically Washington, D.C. Right now, Washington DC is going through this really weird uh, era. And we were on a corner where there was a shooting over the weekend, mm-hmm. right?
1: They actually were, they actually, like I was just walking back yes. to lunch and we actually saw they were installing a gunshot detector on our corner.
0: Which I didn't even know was a thing you could do. Uh-huh. So that's what's going on right now. And it's because all these people, like me, your 20s, your 30s, and you're white, you're moving to the city, or you're living in the city, or you're buying in the city, where, like, our parents or the parents before them were getting the hell out of the city because mm-hmm. they were racist.
1: All just chasing, you know, the dream of living in suburbia. Yeah, it's horrible. That, <laughs> it's
0: not that no one wants to live there. Like, I don't think people... Never mind. Anyways, <laughs> let's get back to something positive. Let's get back to yes. Mr. Rogers. You like that clip, and now I decided it's time to make you cry. And uh, this was the clip of uh, Mr. Rogers and his friend Jeff and Jeff's special chair. Uh, for those of you who haven't seen it, please watch it. You will definitely tear up, that if not true. cry. Um, and this is uh, this is a clip that uh, features a boy uh, who grew up to be a, an adult man. Uh, he didn't die right after this. And um, he's showing Mr. Rogers' chair, and they sing a song together. What did you think of this video?
1: I actually teared up.
0: <laughs> That's
1: good. It was, uh, it was actually very touching. Um, I really like that, you know, he... The what I'm looking for. Like, you know, like, he actually spoke to this kid and, like, asked the kid to describe, the, like, the difficulties he was going through. Yes. And also, like, you know, he tried to tell the kid, like, you know, like, well, when I was blue, like, these are the things that I did to cope. And, like, you know, like, he asked the kid to, like, describe the difficulties of his life. So yeah. that I felt like it helped me, at least, like, relate to the kid in a way that yeah. I would not have been able to relate to him otherwise. Yeah. Because, like, you know, I am able-bodied, thankfully. Yes. But, um... I guess, uh, so, like, I personally do not, I cannot personally understand the struggles that, you know, yeah, um, like a person with disabilities would be, like, go th- like, goes through every day. Absolutely. So, I felt like, you know, this kind of, I don't want to say humanizes, but I can't think of the word. No, it no, humanizes like- is, I, it,
0: it, it's a, I understand where you're going, and I think the listener does as well. Um, what I really like about this, because I didn't even notice it at the time, is the screenshot, the automatically generated screenshot, Mr. Rogers is at eye level with Jeff. Mm-hmm. That that's just a little, like, uh, that, that says a lot. Yeah. He got down on his knees to look at someone in the eye. That says, Sorry, I'm getting held on to one thing. Let's keep crying. <laughs> um, at, at this point, I decided I had shown you enough of the children's television show. You're a 27-year-old man with multiple degrees. You don't need to keep watching children's television. <laughs> so instead, I decided to show him a clip that I don't know if a lot of people know. Um, it's Fred Rogers inducted into the TV Hall of Fame. Uh, this is an acceptance speech that is just... Perfect. And, um, and at one point, uh, his friend Jeff, now an adult man, comes out on the stage. And uh, what did you think of this clip? This is from 1999.
1: Like, it was great that, you know, he remembered details mm-hmm. about Jeff from yes. a gazillion years ago. Yes. And like, I actually don't remember. Like, did Jeff talk about how he had impacted his life? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's well, also,
0: it, it's... Uh, here, here's your quote. I'll highlight it so you can read it, if you want.
1: Yeah, of course. I said, you know, uh, he chose to focus on the positive side of uh, like, you know, of life, saying, yes, life is difficult, but we can choose not to dwell on the difficulties and focus on better things instead. I felt like that was... And
0: difficult. I think the next part where you wrote is actually just as important, if not more yes, important.
1: Of course. He's like, you know, it's okay to have negative thoughts and feelings, and it's good because they help balance us, but it's important to remember that, you know, to try to be good and then we'll be better. So. Yeah.
0: Um... Th- then that made me think of all the other clubs that I didn't include. Um, I don't, I know. I think a lot of people know that Mr. Rogers covered divorce. Um, that's a very common, common topic for children. And I don't know if a lot of people know this. There was an entire week of shows that was all about the fear of nuclear annihilation in the 80s. There was a, there was a, so lot, of, there was a lot of episodes about death. And then he actually had a special message. Because the show by this point had wrapped. But he had a special message post 9-11. That's very calm and weird. Um, it's very weird. Now, this last clip that oh, I showed lovely. you was has gotten a lot of love in the blogosphere in the past five years, I'd say, and it's Mr. Rogers defending PBS to the Senate. This happened before he was super famous. This uh-huh. is when he was only on a handful of stations. But um, do you remember this clip that I showed you?
1: I do, yes. Okay. But before we get on to that, I actually do want to point out, it is really weird for me yes. um, that Mr. Rogers actually talked about very serious life circumstances like divorce or death. Why, like you know, I don't know. Like uh, for like in India, it's really weird to talk about death. Of course, it's kind of like a it's kind of like a topic that you try to avoid talking to children about. Um,
0: I, okay, for well, the most part,
1: even I, though I I feel like it is super important that like, you know to help kids understand.
0: Of that. course, he's not the norm. Mister mm-hmm. Rogers is not the norm. No, I can't think of one other television show, even a children's television show, that talks about death. I mean, you're like you know,
1: like like Bambi's. Bambi's dad? mom. Yeah, Bambi's mom. But that's in about. a
0: movie. This is a television show. This is your daily friend You know what I mean? That's a checking in Movies, are, they're different. I'm sure we could find a lot of Indian movies that deal with death.
1: They're just not true, yeah. super common,
0: uh-huh. super popular. This is the, the reason why this was so weird. Is it's a kid show talking about death and stuff like that? Yeah, he, ta- he he tackles stuff that most sitcoms will never ever even mention, and even most dramas won't. I mean, unless you're talking about a CSI or a Grey's mm-hmm. Anatomy. You see it on the screen every every week. What he did was a lot, a lot different. It's still not the norm. I don't think there's one television show except maybe Daniel Tiger's show, which is different. Now, Daniel Tiger is someone you probably don't know about. I do, do not know. Okay. Now, we didn't get into this, but within the television show, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, there's the land of make-believe, right? And they take a trolley, and they go to the land of make-believe, uh-huh. okay? Now, Mr. Rogers was also a puppeteer, very like uh, low rent puppets here. It's not like crazy stuff. Uh And he was the voice of almost all of the puppets, right? There was King Friday and there was Daniel tiger. Okay. Mr. Rogers sadly passed away in the early aughts. Now the Mr. Rogers, like a state or whatever, they're producing new shows from the perspective of Daniel tiger. And it's an, it's a it's an animated show and they're teaching children. A lot of the things that Mr. Rogers taught, but it's animated for a brand new generation. All right. Okay. So that's where that is. Um, did you think I would have ever liked this guy? You know me. You've known me a handful of oh weeks. Oh, God, no. God, why? Why? Because it's, I don't know. You're
1: kind of cynical. I okay, am very. Well, here's the <laughs>
0: thing. Am I cynical? No. Well, no,
1: you just said I feel that like you like to give that air, at least. I do have that air.
0: That's not a good thing. Okay. I don't, well, hear <laughs> it for you.
1: Hey. Sure. that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so technically I have a job, so it's still working for
0: me. But did you, okay. Um, I think I could incorporate a lot more of this dude in my life. In, a, in a, an adult I like, way. I in feel a, like
1: everyone could, though. Like he genuinely seems like a person who actually cares and like yes. wants to understand people, yes. wants to do good for society, even though he might have a slight religious bend.
0: You know. Do you think he has a religious bend or would you have only gotten that because I told you he was a Presbyterian minister?
1: You did tell me, but also like when he talks about uh, like his psychology um, yes. and like his thoughts on like the role of television in society. Yes. Like, like I feel like a few religious aspects do come out. At least I felt so at the time. You don't have to
0: answer this if it makes you feel uncomfortable in any way. And that's every question. But are you a religious man? I am. I can... I am, I'm not sure. Totally fine. You're a 27-year-old <laughs> man. You're a 27-year-old man without kids. Mm-hmm. It's pretty easy to be not religious. I'm okay. a 30-year-old man without kids. It's a lot easier to be not religious. And I'm not a religious man. But I kind of look up to this guy like a religious figure. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's not a lot of those people left, if not if they ever existed. It's incredibly easy to find flaws with damn near everyone. And he's been gone for about a decade, more than a decade now. And there still aren't any flaws. Uh-huh. We're not, there's been no sex scandals. I'm serious. Which is really surprising exactly. to Exactly.
1: Right after this, uh, this article, I actually like Google all of that, and I was yeah. like, yeah, I, I
0: could find nothing. You could find nothing because they don't exist, and that's what makes me. Oh, he's an ungoogled man. Nope, he's that he lived scary in person. No man, he lived in public. He lived a life in public forever. He led by example. He's one of the few that you could look to, and you. There, there isn't that. There isn't that stain, and I think that's why the older I get, the more drawn I am to a man that talked to me as a child, which is messed up. Do you have any idols left? people that you looked up to when you were seven and now 20 years later, you could still look to them? Uh, my father, I guess. Your so that's father, it, yeah. that's so nice. So you like your father? I love my father. That means, a lot. how often do you see your father? I, I mean, when I'm back in India. Jesus. Oh, whenever he comes here. That's a very, well, How often does he come here?
1: Uh, in the past 10 years, he's come here like seven
0: times. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. How long do you see him when you see him? About two weeks. About two, two weeks, months. okay. Weeks, yeah. Do you miss him? I do. How often do you talk to your father? <laughs> Three or four times a week. That's pretty good. Yeah. Did you roll your eyes like saying like, I had way too much or way too little? Uh, but just about right. Just about right. I think that's <laughs> so great. What about your mom? Uh, the same. Like when I talk to my dad, I talk to my mom as that's well. That's so nice. So you, your parents are still together. Yes. And you like them. I do. Are they proud of you? Um, I, I would hope so. Are they worried about you? They're always worried about me. Do you have any siblings? I have an older sister what does she do she
1: used to be a teacher and now she works at the at the family company and
0: that's in india it's in yeah. so they see her a lot more uh yeah she lives okay does she have any she have a boyfriend no she married no okay do they want grandkids
1: they do which is why the whole like you know the whole being thing was kind of an issue at first yeah
0: but then but the fact but that doesn't mean you can't have kids you don't want. You don't have to whisper that. That's more than fine. <laughs> just because we're talking about a children's show host. To be fair to them, you're still a young man. Yes. That might change. I'm not it saying it should. It's no, it's, can. True, it's, true, it's true. It might change. Is no. all I'm saying. Um, what do you want in life?
1: I, like, just in general. Yeah. To be happy, I guess. Yeah. How? But I don't know.
0: I have no idea how to define that. I think that's the best possible answer. Uh-huh. That's way better than like a, a car. You know what I mean? Earth- I mean, things. to be
1: fair, if you're offering me a car, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's,
0: fair. that's fair. Here's a fun story about Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers didn't drive the nicest of cars; he drove reliable cars. And uh, the, uh, his car was stolen, um, and then they found out it was Mr. Rogers' car, and they returned it. <laughs> Are you see. Pittsburgh? Yeah, <laughs> this is completely really true. Sweet. Yeah, uh-huh. there's a story like that for almost everything. I try to tie back to Mr. Rogers. Like the, one of the good things. The reason why I ask you what you want in life is. um, there's a song, uh, it sings about the, about the chair. Um, it's you I like, and it's uh-huh. all about you being you, and that's just who you are, and you're perfect. And we're all going to get even better. And that's, I'm almost tearing up right now as uh-huh. I'm talking about this. Because <laughs> that's the simple thing. I'm always, I'm always very adamant about yelling and, and yelling, and you know that. I'm not like screaming. you remember am yelling, what are you talking about? Yeah, uh, you, you haven't seen my talk show. Oh, And it, I'm very passionate about a lot of things, right? One of the things I'm very passionate about is Kanye West. Right. <laughs> and you would think that, oh, those are different people. To me, they're the exact same person. Kanye West is a, is a man striving to be like Mr. Rogers, but he's just doing it louder and he's doing it a lot more messy. There's nothing wrong with Kanye West. There's no sex scandal with Kanye West other than he likes having sex. That's not a scandal. Why don't I bad. point at you? We're the same. Time? I'm just so passionate about this stuff. And I feel like Kanye West gets a lot of bullshit thrown at him. Because he's a black man in America that is ma- making mistakes in public, but he's 100% right in what he's saying. Mr. Rogers was 100% in what he, right in what he was saying, but made no mistakes. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. One is a calm white man. One is a not calm black man. And I think that they're being uh, judged unfairly. And I think that they're both individuals that we, this is so messed up, that we could look up to and strive to be like, and that would make the world a better place. Mm-hmm. That messes up, right?
1: I mean, not really. No, that's messed up. <laughs> okay. I
0: know that that's messed up. I I, I hold Mister Rogers in the highest regard, and Kanye's like a close second. The only problem I, is Kanye's still alive, and he will inevitably make more mistakes. And I hope none of those mistakes are scandal worthy. So I hope that—that's what I mean. I want uh, him to live forever. I'm not yeah. saying I wish it will upon <laughs> Kanye. Was, I that. Or anyone. Did you not hold
1: Mister Rogers in the highest regard when he was alive? No, I did, but I was
0: still a young kid. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, he he passed away when I was. Maybe
1: twenty. I want to say he passed away in two thousand three. So wait. So also another question. So you hold them only in the highest regard because they don't have a stained background. Someone had a stained background, that like turned
0: like a new. Like a Mr. Like a Cosby, like a Bill Cosby, mm-hmm. gone, done. There's no. There's certain things you can't come back from. Mm-hmm. Yes, and by the way, Mr. Rogers passed away when I was twenty. Yes, I was twenty. So, like, when you're – I don't know about you, but you reject a lot of the things you like as a child once you hit a certain age. And he was one of them. It wasn't like, fuck Mr. Rogers. No, it was more just like, I don't care. But towards the end of that, once you're, like, 18, 19, you're like, oh, I still like that thing I liked when I was six. I'm going to like it regardless. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So I was back on board with him, but I was not watching the show on a daily basis like I was when I was, like – Zero to six. Uh-huh. Hell, even by like eight, I was like, screw this guy. I'm going to watch Bozo or something. You know what I mean? Because like, he's four little children. you know. Uh-huh. I know that. But the, the older I get, the more I see him as an adult. And as, and as a host, and as a producer, and as a musician. And he's definitely someone to strive for um, because of that. Now, some, you know who Michael, uh, you know who Batman is? The like, first Batman? Uh, Michael Keaton? No. Do you know Birdman, the movie Birdman? It was nominated for Best Picture?
1: I've heard of him. Okay, Michael Keaton
0: is a, is a relatively well known American actor, and he played the role of Batman. He was also Beetlejuice. All right. Did you ever hear of Beetlejuice? I've heard of it. Great. <laughs> that's a start. If you don't know Batman, you're, who played Batman, you're probably not going to get the rest. But, anyways, okay. he started on Mr. Rogers' show. Okay, uh-huh. he started in Pittsburgh. And you don't hear any of these claims of, like, he was a bad boss. You only hear he was the best boss. He was—he There was a lot of smiles on the set, right? Uh-huh. I think uh-huh. I could do a better job with that in the office. I'm not the guy that's, like, encouraging smiles. I'm, like, the guy that's, like, why aren't we typing faster? You know what I mean? That's not good.
1: Why is it not good, though? You need that guy.
0: No, but you could be a better guy and get the same results, if not better results. Yeah, I feel
1: like if you keep on smiling. Okay, fine.
0: So here's my thing with Mr. Rogers, right? Yeah.
1: He is unnaturally calm and he's unnaturally smiley. No one is like that in real life. I'm sure like in his personal life, he got angry at his kids. I'm sure in personal life, like, you know, he was an impatient man. He kind of been like this all like ever patient. Like, you know, you take as much time as you want to. It's fine. Yes, we have this deadline, but it's all right. But we get done.
0: But I think you could do that with more management, with better management, with better foresight.
1: Except for you were talking about being... Like doing that on a personal level. On when every you, level. But when you're in a society when you depend on other people and other people are acting incompetent, what do you do then?
0: Maybe you talk to them differently. Maybe you talk to them more slowly. There are some
1: people that that would not work for.
0: And that's okay. Then they can't be part of the thing. But that doesn't mean we can't be friends
1: course. I See mean, what I mean? Say, no, you can be friends, but yes. then your professional life, but you know, but you said you can be better professionally in the office. I
0: think you could be better all around I wanna incorporate this man in every single thing that I do. Right? right? And this is just one example. And then that, that those are the examples I look to as I get older. Mm-hmm. I'm not the best person with small children, right? I don't hate small children. I very much enjoy small children. I'm r i am i like working with teenagers a lot. Um I think it's fun to have some smart ass kid that knows everything, yeah. learn something. I think that's a great challenge, right? So those are the kind of kids I want to work with, because that's kinda like me, you know, curmudgeoning, mm-hmm. blah bubble- blah blah, like angry, loud, whatever. <laughs> this guy's the opposite. That's why this guy was so great with small children. But I could learn the things that he did learned or I could learn to adapt the things that he did as an adult and as a boss into my everyday life. And as a partner. His you never hear anything bad from his kids or his wife that's either. That's true. Those are the things that I, tr- I want to incorporate in my life.
1: Has anyone actually interviewed his kids and, like, talked about what it's like? There his- was a relatively
0: uh, successful documentary about uh, an adult that used to work on MTV, and, he, like, he visited Mr. Rogers a lot as a kid, and then he, like, met back up with him oh. a few years before his passing. That did pretty well, uh, me and Mr. Rogers. I think one of his sons is a Presbyterian minister. His wife is a sort of a spokesperson for uh, the new Daniel Tiger show. So, yeah, they, they have, they, it's not like they've been hidden away at all he's been very open and honest about all this stuff so mm-hmm. yeah it's so far so great that's, okay. that's what I want to incorporate so besides your mom and dad is there anyone in the cultural spectrum that you have like this the fact that you don't makes me so much happier <laughs> it should be your mom and your dad yeah. you know what I mean that's so great um, but it, there's no like I guess cultural like a, like
1: a hero yeah oh my god I have two like heroes that I looked up to when like growing up yeah was <laughs> Eureka Karin
0: why are you laughing?
1: Because it's so weird. Like, why would you have an astronaut one of your heroes? That's awesome.
0: <laughs> that totally makes sense. Did you want to be an astronaut? I did actually. Used to study aerospace engineering. Uh, why did you stop? Is that why you went to school in Texas? Yeah, because it's all down there, right? Yeah. Okay. What what changed? Uh, I
1: realized. I mean, like, uh, I just realized that. The program that they offered at Texas was not what I wanted to do. Okay. And I also realized my interests were more policy-related than... And that's why I have a
0: lottery. Yes. <laughs> Jeez. That's that's so impressive. So you had an astronaut that was one of your idols.
1: Ash, and the other one was uh, India's ex-president, who just actually recently passed away, okay. Iqbal Your pre- You're... He was also a rocket scientist, and he, he designed India's missile systems.
0: Whoa. So your idol, as a child, was an astronaut, a rocket scientist... And the president.
1: I mean, the Robert Sanders. I, mean, I know, I weird. know,
0: but like those are yeah. three completely impressive things. I like the guy that went to the land of make-believe. Oh. That's, that's different. Oh. You know what I mean? Most people, most kids would be like actor, musician, athlete. Nope, not you. Astronaut. Hey,
1: I'm a nerd. <laughs> you I are say? going
0: to be so successful, sir.
1: I hope so. Then thank you.
0: No, that's not a that's <laughs> not a hope, so that's a definite. You're a very, very nice man. You're a very smart man. And uh, you didn't hate Mr. Raj and you were an introduced to him <laughs> at 27. Um, thank you so much for doing this with me. I really appreciate it. If there's any, I don't know anything about your idols. I feel like I should now. Why? Because they're important. Do
1: you I still? I mean, you know Yuri your Gagar and he's the first man in space.
0: So? I don't, I That's don't, all you need to know about him. <laughs> but I don't know about him as a person. Like, did he have a good family life? I mean, he grew up in a small Soviet village. I don't think I want that life. Yeah, you probably don't. I thought that I, what's the first dog in space? Did the dog like beat that. him to space? Didn't Leica like beat him? I'm not sure Didn't either. they send the
1: dog first? Yes, they might have. Yeah. It's like like I think an I, experiment. Like, let's see if the dog survives. And if the dog survives dead, we shall send a human yeah,
0: out. Yeah, I thought that was a thing. I think I would have. I would know Leica like more than I know that dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. right. Also, I'm from America...
1: And that's true. We you, don't, you were taught to hate that guy. Neil Armstrong.
0: <laughs> I don't think anyone in my graduating like, junior high class knew anybody that orbited the Earth fast. And there was a movie about it called The Right Stuff. Nope. See. Nope. We cared more about the first man on the moon. Even, like That's crazy. Anyways, it all didn't happen. 9 11 was an inside job. I
1: mean, of course it was. Of course. Come on. So if you question that, I just like, oh my God, did you even go to college?
0: Where did where'd you go
1: to school? UT? UT.
0: Yeah, and where'd you go to grad school?
1: Uh, Duke Law, God and
0: damn. Georgetown, and then Georgia. You're so smart. But you could factually say 9/11 was an inside job. I can factually perfect. Say and that's how that was every little job. special podcast to me about Mr. Rogers should end. Exactly. You got any plugs? Do you know what plugs are? No. That's when you want to promote the thing you're going to do next. It's usually like uh, comics and actors and musicians have plucked. I, I just like Hire it. me,
1: guys. There you go.
0: Well, if you're a law firm out there looking for a very fantastic lawyer with no Mr. Rogers experience, Amitesh is your name. how do I say your last name? Park. Park? Mm-hmm. That's so easy. Amitesh Park, thank you so much for doing this. Oh, thank you. That's it.